and welcome to what is going to be our second episode of our Cards, the Universe and Everything cast. I'm Joe, and I'm joined today by Emma. Hello. And we're both here again to take another deep dive into a collection that is close to all of our hearts here at Q. We're going under the surface yet again for the Going Underground collection. Very excited about this one. I know, yeah. I was going to say it's going to be a big one to get into. And I just want to put it out there that maybe in another episode we will go above ground at some point like we don't just stay below the surface and like keep <laughs> yeah. our curtains drawn yeah we're not some kind of like subterranean dwelling yeah <laughs> it, it did strike me it struck me this morning as like okay we really need to get 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 above the surface next time maybe yeah. go with some birds or something we should say that the reason we've chosen going underground is because we've got two brand new cards coming out from this collection during black parade week which is quite possibly my favourite theme in Yonks. Like, yeah. I'm not even joking, Like, it's probably my favourite since Halloween. And on that note, we're going to be moving on to one of our sneak previews and what is possibly one of the biggest miscarriages of justice in history in the animal world that I discovered this morning. And it is a black rat is coming to queue. And now these are kind of famously known to be associated with like the Black Death and the bubonic plague and spreading it into Europe. But I've been told this morning that they've, been finally been exonerated from this it's, it might not actually be their fault that it spread into europe this is just rat slander i know and it, got, it makes you think it's like they've had so you know obviously i'm not telling everyone to go out and start being friendly with rats on the street but you kind of think oh that's maybe why they had a bad name for them but i think it's scientists have proven recently that it might have been more the blame of gerbils i think i thought that was a total surprise <laughs> gerbils we well, should make clear know. it's still the fleas it's yes. totally the, yeah, yeah. the fleas' faults, And everybody thought the fleas were covering the rats, coming over mm. on the rats, but they weren't. Apparently yep. it's gerbils. Yeah, I think the, or, the origin of the bubonic plague was from the rats, but the, the, the way it spread straight into Europe in the 1300s, apparently it spread just too fast for it to be just rats alone, and it was definitely probably humans, as we can probably experience from the last few years that we've had. <laughs> yeah, in terms of we're the, the worst. <laughs> yeah, we are the big spreaders. But yeah, I know I thought that was an interesting fact, because like, that's really just like a staple like in... Any kind of movies, video games, when you're talking about diseases and stuff, rats were at yep. the forefront of it. So it's nice to see they get a bit of blame taken off them uh, coming into this week. Yep. The plague did for rats what Jaws did for sharks. Yes. Yep. Yep. The other new card coming out that week in the Going Underground collection is the Black Rain Frog, which I decided I'm in love with because it's the weirdest looking frog I think they I've ever great. seen in my puff. Like, it's bizarre. The picture on it is an absolute smash it as well. Apparently, black rain frogs, when they're angry, they puff up. But see, if you just start searching for pictures of black rain frogs, they're all puffed up. So yeah. these frogs are just <laughs> perpetually mad. And you're, really... you're going to know about it. Yeah, because when you think about, like, frogs, you don't really think about them being in a going underground collection. But I, I know this one looks like it really just wants to bury this its one head burrows. in the sand. Yep. Yeah, so this one doesn't like hang about in ponds and swamps and things like other frogs. This is this is a burrowing frog. Yeah, it really does just, want to get away from everything and everyone. Yep. Further adding to it being a little weirdo. <laughs> Another <laughs> reason such, I love it. He's <laughs> <laughs> such a handsome little fella, isn't he? So just like we did last time, uh, Joe and I have gone through the Going Underground collection and picked out our two favourite cards Neither a minor surprise. <laughs> My first one is the dwarf Hotto. Little bunny rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it is. so yeah. small. <laughs> it's this teeny tiny white rabbit, but it's got like no. black rims around its eyes. 
so yeah. that it looks like it's in like a Susie and the Banshees tribute act. Like, <laughs> I just love it so much. Um, oh. They're so, so, so small and they're less than two pounds. They weigh less than two pounds. Oh, no. Are they, they're really like mic- like the micro pigs of the bunny <laughs> Of the yeah. bunny world. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, um, so that's my first one. And my second one is an equally tiny and cute funny thing. I've gone for the hazel dormouse. No. Just because they're so they're so cute. I see like a common theme emerging in these favourites. It's yep, just like a really very is. cute collection to get <laughs> to get your hands on. And my favourite fact about the hazel dormouse is that it sleeps for nine months a year. Nine months, crikey! Which I think I wish I could do. Yep. Or it's like up to nine months. Up like the super months, extreme yeah. ones sleep that long, that's but like basically really, they just sleep really through anything that's not nice sunny yeah. weather. So yeah. kept it simple. That's my two. Cool. Um, I'm going to go over my favourite two. And now, I stumbled across this the other day when I was going through this collection, and I'm going to go with my first one as Lemmings. Now, I don't really know much about these. The only thing that I do know is some of the myths behind them are incredible. It's like, how do people draw these conclusions from what's happening to these animals? The first big myths around Lemmings is that apparently people thought they were kind of created in the sky and used to fall in, um, in, in storms, big storms. Um, I didn't know that one. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's, that, that's the first thing. That's reading lemmings. <laughs> I kind of typed in lemmings. I was like, oh, I wonder what these guys are about. And it's like, people thought they like created in thunderstorms and fell to earth. But actually, <laughs> when you look at why people might have thought this, it's because they, they travel in herds. So like yep. lots of them would like just pop up in random places and like yep. migrate in big numbers. And then obviously someone's gone to a field seen lots of them, gone to another one and they've appeared somewhere over there and like, they must be falling from the sky. How else could they? <laughs> it's just, it's crazy. And the next one, the next one is just, I don't, I don't think there's even any evidence to why you would think this, but according to myth, and people still believe this to this day, um, that lemmings have a population control mass suicide event every few years. Is that one that you've heard before? Yeah, it's just like, yeah. plus I grew up on the game lemmings. <laughs> Oh, God. So I spent so much of my childhood being like, stop throwing yourself off the cliff, take the it's umbrella. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a real thing. Yeah, that shows how much research oh, I've yeah, done. No, I, love, well. I absolutely love the game Lemmings. I spent far too much time playing that as a small child. Yeah, and apparently it was based on instinct for the greater good, for the betterment of the species. Yep, it's not true, thankfully. Um, but it's just, they, they tend to just move homes every now and then. So I think people just think they disappear and just... <laughs> flying off into the distance plus it's like a kind of common phrase as well isn't it like don't be a lemming like as in don't follow the herd and stuff like that ah, okay um, yeah. or certainly that's a phrase i've heard loads of, I, mean, I think there's a longer version of it but in my yeah. head it's just don't be a lemming if all your friends yeah, jumped yeah, off yeah, a bridge yeah. with you like that kind oh. of thing is, is that where it comes from? i don't I'm know sure where that's it. where that okay. part comes from but it's the same kind of idea of, yeah, no, if everyone yeah. else did something, would you do it too? Plus, I think it comes from there was a documentary years and years and years ago where they just like killed lots of lemmings and tried oh, to no. portray it as like this. Yeah, it's grim. It's grim. Oh god! Nobody Google oh. that. Just trust us. Yeah, don't no, Google it. just don't don't look in anymore into no, that one. No, I'll just make you sad for the day. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! And yeah, my my other card that I've gone with is the giant river otter. Um, when I went to choose this one, I was. I, I love the sort of YouTube videos and like the TikToks you get sent of all the, you know, the piles of otters like cuddling each other when they Aww. have the snooze or like, you know, they're stacking up little rocks and like, having lunch and stuff. But don't be fooled by these ones because these, these are big 
bad otters. These these <laughs> ones, they are not good. They eat piranhas as part of I their diet. I read that too. Yeah. And and another thing is they they've been known to take on smaller crocodiles. I know they wouldn't take on a massive one, but an otter taking on a crocodile, like they are quite yeah. ferocious. When I was looking them up as well, I found it really funny that every single picture of them, like eating a fish, they looked deranged. The yeah. one there were so, <laughs> there was one article in particular I was going through, and every single picture, I was like, this is an absolute madman of an author. They were all yeah. like wide-eyed and weird and it's so funny when you look at the picture we've got in queue and they're like oh, i know yeah a yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i saw that and i was like okay yeah i'll choose this one and i like, looked them up and they're like described as the honey badger <laughs> of the rivers it's just like okay, um. <laughs> i found one that was like they've been known to take on anacondas these are not the same otters that i'm talking about no. but um and, no. uh, and they also apparently these ones uh they produce screams that can be heard from a mile off um, I don't know I don't know if we'll put that as a little extract in <laughs> just like halfway through that. the podcast <laughs> I love see when all these sort of really weird animal noises and people are like oh they think they found Bigfoot in the woods it's like nope just an otter nope. yeah just, nope. it's just, just, a, just a crazy otter tucking into a piranha <laughs> fighting a crocodile <laughs> Yeah, no. Oh, but I think yeah. I think that's another thing I love about going underground is that you know it's all like smaller little animals that burrow, hibernate, sleep, and they've also got all these, these weird facts behind them, and then they're <laughs> super <laughs> aggressive, and you know they like blow up when they get mad. It's just like a, a crazy fun collection to get involved yep. with. And moving on from the favorite cards, we were contacted by some of you, and you were interested in seeing some low energy decks. So yeah, we've we've taken another five minute challenge in putting together a deck each and we are kind of try and keep it as low energy as possible i think yeah my personal challenge that i put upon myself for no reason other than to just make life difficult for myself was i didn't go above five energy oh uh, yeah so five's my cap I might. which meant <laughs> the, the dwarf auto is not in there and i'm not happy about it oh well. i should have done that yeah well, actually, because I chose Lemmings before I kind of built my deck and I kind of felt like I had to put in there. That's just, a, that's a seven energy card, but just, just ignore it. And someone can just blur the seven out. It doesn't matter. It's still a low energy deck. Um, <laughs> we'll Photoshop yeah. it into a two. Like, yeah, yeah. Two. yeah. <laughs> it's we'll a two it. now. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, so if you wanted to start us off with, yeah um, so i'm gonna fire it over so you can have a little look because okay. uh, we haven't seen each other's decks yet cool so on my deck which i've casually called going under like the evanescence nice. song which is what i've been <laughs> singing all week so what i've got in here is mine is entirely life on land which i never do i never do mono album decks like mm-hmm. i just don't because i'll try and then i'll be like oh i'm missing this random card that i like yeah. <laughs> so i'm entirely life on land and mostly going underground but there's a couple of little critters in there too mm-hmm. um, so i've gone for the obvious choices like i've got pika in there because yep. Yep. why are you making going underground deck without Pika? And I've got a couple of nice cards that play with Pika. So, for example, Angora Rabbit is in there and Pink Fairy Armadillo, which works nicely with both of them. So oh, nice. I've done that thing that we both commented on last time that you shouldn't do. You build up combos and just yep. wait for them to <laughs> Yeah. So I've entirely Brilliant. done that. Brilliant way to play, I might say yep. so. <laughs> so I've tried to pick cards that like bounce off of each other and help each other out because the thing with a low energy deck is it seems like it's low power so you just have to be more Mm -hmm. careful about your buffs and things like that i've also done things like i've got royal chinchilla in there i'm not gonna lie that is in there because i love the picture because it's like a little chinchilla like just putting a little paw 
on the other oh, chinchilla's no. face, yeah, like my child. Um, <laughs> love it. I will protect you. <laughs> I've also thrown giant river otter in there as well. Hazel Dormouse is there. Hazel Dormouse is really helpful with this as well because it gives the going underground cards a boost if you've played Little Critters. So while I've only got three Little Critters cards in here, yeah. as long as I've just played one, this card yeah, will keep activate. Them, keep, so, yeah, keep them rotating. You should yeah. be able to kind of keep that up. And in all fairness, the three that I've got in there are the Chev Chevrotain, which I've said dreadfully, which gives <laughs> Mongolian gerbil a boost. I've got the, I think I'm saying this wrong, Kuni Kuni. It's the pig, ah, yeah. the really tiny <laughs> little pig. Um, oh. And that's just a nice play in the middle and it gets a boost. Yeah. And the third nice little critter I threw in there was the Pygmy Three-Toed Sloth, because I love it. It's so cute. <laughs> I also read a story about a bunch of researchers that were trying to track where pygmy three-toed sloths were like nesting and things like that. Uh-huh. So they put little tiny backpacks on them with GPS, oh, no. like a wee GPS <laughs> yeah. um, sensor in it. Yeah. And it was just the cutest thing in the world in these little sloths in tiny backpacks. Are they, are they small, the, the pygmy three-toed? Yeah, they're, they're they like super tiny. Because I remember when I first saw a sloth, I was quite, I didn't realise how big they were. You know, like the fully, the, 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 yeah. the bigger ones yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're like massive and with massive claws. So it's nice to see they've got some miniature versions. And especially nice to hear. Tea. Yeah, nice to hear that some of them are running around with tiny little backpacks. Tiny backpacks! <laughs> um, and I've got a couple of life on land boosts in here as well, so I feel like Aardvark's a good one, because I quite like, you know, those cards that are like, if it's the first turn of the round. I don't oh, know why, yeah. but I find them really satisfying. Yeah. So like, Springheel Jack, I have Springheel Jack on like every deck, because <laughs> he's a first turn, he's a play on the first turn one, but it's I just really, nice. I don't know why I find them satisfying. Well, it's just like, because... Sometimes you'll just have like a really nice start to a game or something like that. Yep. You'd be like, okay, I'm on the front foot already. This is great. It's also because I can trick myself into thinking I'm planning ahead. So that if it yep, turns yep. up, you'll be like, ha. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's the level of theory crafting that I kind of like to be at as well. It's sort of... And I've got meerkats in here because, one, I love them. And two, it's just a really good, handy going underground boost as well. Yep. So yep. all almost all my cards are either life on land boosts or specifically going underground. Yep. And yeah, I think that's me. I, it's just all adorable faces in this. It's yeah, just a nice yeah. deck to scroll through because you're yeah. just perpetually like, ah, ah, ah. Uh, yeah. Oh, this one's it. good. Yeah, this one looks nicely with this one. And I think when, when I was going through the uh, Going Underground and the Life on Land ones, it, it really does feel like it's quite neat. If you're new to making your own decks or you want to try something different, it's really easy to kind of find a lot of synergies with them. Yeah. Like almost yeah. a bit spoiled for choice this this episode with like what mm-hmm. we can do with these collections so if you're ever looking for if you ever stuck for any inspiration in terms of bringing cards together life on land is generally a really nice yeah. one to go for and um, in all fairness i think that's why i was putting the low energy caveat on maybe made the deck building a wee bit easier because you're so spoiled for choice so it meant you yeah. suddenly had to be like right okay that suddenly rules out a bunch yeah yeah yeah. it's a nice place to be in to maybe just try out some little um kind of sp- specifications with your decks and kind yeah, of like yeah, cut yeah. out so um, me. yeah awesome no that's nice I, I do like how it's it, it kind of you have the chance to just put all going underground cards in there with a few laugh and land ones you're not reaching yep. for anything so that's why we say it's such a big juicy collection to get involved with because there's so much there um but yeah brilliant um over to mine so as i said before i'm very sorry with the the low energy request because i have put lemmings in there which is a seven but as we said we might just kind of photoshop that into a two at some point (laughs) in the editing process and what struck me when we got that uh, request was that i really liked to try out 
doing some tiny decks and kind of having a look into some staple cards that you can get in there that can get the ball rolling with it. And the one that I found was the Pumpkin Toadlet. Now, I'm sure there's going to be an image of this card on the screen right now, but <laughs> they are tiny. I didn't, I didn't even reckon, I didn't even see that that was someone's thumbnail when you know when <gasps> oh i've just seen that as well i yeah. didn't even notice i was <laughs> just like he's so orange <laughs> yeah i know i was like oh, what a lovely orange frog and then you see like oh wow he's very very small but yeah i think uh, with with tiny decks and how they're how they're built it's it's about having that threshold of base power it's about keeping it low and then you have these abilities such as this one which gives uh base energy gains 30 power for two turns and i think it's any card that sits on three energy or below so then you sort of work into that criteria and all of these cards will have like wherever they are buffs so it's like what you want to do is you just want to start filling your deck with low energy cards and going mm -hmm. underground is a really nice opportunity to do this so we've got lots of different cards like we've got meerkats prairie dogs uh long-eared hedgehog all oh, those that kind of hedgehog. yeah they make they make good use of those buffs um and as we we're saying with ember's deck and the synergies in life on land they all work together really well and branching off from that i've picked kangaroo rat just because i love him he's he's brilliant he, yeah. Apparently they, they jump two meters because they've got really powerfully springed back legs, um, and and then there's a when they're escaping predators that hunt at night they do something I think it's called it might not be called this is the stop start method in terms of how they avoid prey so they'll they'll stay really still to avoid any kind of movement detection and then they'll hop really quickly and then stay really still and then hop again and it kind of kind of it. It makes them hard to keep track of. That's when really it, funny. It's, it's quite a nice way to kind of think that they'd be escaping. That kind of gives you a little uh, a little alleyway to go into the marsupials. So I've got pygmy possum in there. So it's another really small, really cute kind of fella to keep in a, a low energy deck as well. I've got other ones I had to include, like the Mexican mole lizard and burrito, because I just think that's a really a really funny combo going on there. Mexican mole lizard just looks so weird as well, though, doesn't he? I know. There's another one in. There's like because you've got it's the naked, naked mole rat. Mole rat. I put yeah, naked yeah. mole rat in. Yeah, yeah. Weird <laughs> for this and there's a couple worms in there that look a bit like these <laughs> as well. Yeah. Once you go on the ground and you go into the burrowing things, people don't they don't seem to care about them. <laughs> <Their laughs> aesthetics, do they? It's just like, yeah, I'm very durable down here. And I've got uh, obviously got giant river otter in there, which gives a nice going underground's buff across the board. Uh, and Mountain Beaver and Beaver Moon. And it's nice to be able to branch out to these. Uh, but the Beaver Moon deck does give your Going Underground's cards a really nice boost as well. And I just want to give a shout out to the Indian Purple Frog. Um, I think that will suit the, the Black Rain Frog very, very well. Um, I'm really excited to see some of these different frogs and toads <laughs> so coming to the game. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they make quite the pair, won't they? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's uh, that was my attempt at uh, a time dick. And now with 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 the pumpkin toadlet, there there are plenty of other cards out there. I think there's the frilled dragon as well, gives you some nice buffs to your smaller decks. I think that was a uh, two and under base energy, so it was a bit harder yep. to kind of weave into a a, a going underground deck. Um, but yeah, it's been, it, was, it was quite a nice challenge doing a low energy one. I think I'm going to try it when there's going to be some leagues that has some lower energy. Yep. Uh, stores in i think i'm going to struggle with this deck compared to my last one i think my crustaceans feel felt a lot more robust yeah yeah it did didn't this it? one yeah but i think this it's also because i'm not used to playing like so many low energy cards yeah yeah it's just a learning curve it's just trying to trying a new, a new i know way. yeah it's always yeah when you're trying to change things up a bit especially when you're dropping so much power on individual cards it can seem a bit daunting but 
I have been told they're a lot of fun to play and a lot of fun to put together. And yeah, really good to play in casual modes as well. Um, so because obviously you only have Definitely. the seven energy yeah. there, so it's, it's a, that's a really nice place to try it out. I think that's where I'll go to next with that. But yep. yeah, no, that that is my that's my going underground thick. We've had some requests actually that we should actually play each other. So maybe by the next yeah. episode we'll have pitted our crustaceans decks against each other and are going underground ones against each other yeah we're gonna we might have like a little sort of follow-up in 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 the time between each q cast to kind of yep. put out a little a gameplay montage of of us <laughs> failing to kind of ramp up enough energy to <laughs> to get by each other going on to yeah some of the suggestions we got last week it'd be, it'd be lovely to keep going with if there's any kind of decks that you think would be cool that you want to see us try out they don't have to be like super competitive they could just be whatever you can ask us to do a history of heartbreak with a robin hood collection you know we, we're, to yeah we're, we're up for anything so um and it'd be a nice way to kind of because there's so much to talk about in in the themes and events that are coming out uh, it would really help us with uh, kind of picking which one to go because i think the reason we chose to do this week uh, in the Black Parade week was the Black Rain Frog because it looked cool and it inflates yeah. when it gets mad. I think that was the sole reason why we chose <laughs> to do this so one. He's so funny. I think he's great. I just, I love him a bit. And you know that they don't have a tadpole stage. They're just like, the full oh, frog comes out well, of the just straight out. They're just called froglets. <laughs> oh, that's, that's terrifying. <laughs> just like crawl out of a massive egg. And I sure. imagine they're puffy too. Yeah. <laughs> And they look just as angry when, they're, when they <laughs> emerge as, as well. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that was us going into the going underground collection. And like I said, we'll probably go uh, a bit above the surface uh, in the next one. I'd like to thank everyone that sort of got involved with suggestions um, and really just like to keep them coming. So we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll link all our socials down below and that's how you can get a hold of us. Um, Twitter, Instagram and join our lovely Discord. Um, plenty of people to help you out there with if you want to get into trading, if you want to get into deck building, anything like that, there's plenty there to get involved with. Yeah, uh, I'm going to finish this up with a horrible weird fact again, Joe, because yeah. everyone loved the tummy teeth so much last time. That's a good one. I'm going to stay going underground, I'm not going with either of our two new cards. Did you know that 20% of meerkat deaths are murder? Oh no, what? Wait, meerkat but... on meerkat violence. Meerkat yeah. on meerkat. Oh, yeah, oh, they're like really? really defensive. Yeah, because ah. apart from that, like meerkats are lovely and like yeah. they take it in turns to go on babysitting, babysitting duty. They have little sentries, but also if they get mad at another colony of meerkats, they basically reenact the scene from like Captain America Civil War. You know, they all just stand in a line <laughs> and run each other. Yeah, yeah. That's, just, that's what we... meerkats do. Oh, you don't really think of that because the only footage that I've seen of meerkats is like, just protection, just protecting each other, looking out for each other. But as soon, yeah. I didn't realise as soon as other no, meerkats no, no, the, are involved, meerkat war, like like scenes from Game of Thrones style, oh, but in tiny, in tiny yeah. form. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> meerkat murder. Yeah, meerkat murder. That'd we'll be, leave it on that. Idea. Yeah, we'll leave it on that one. Um, but yeah, I, I hope you've enjoyed us going underground this week. Um, having a look at some of the cute cards we've got to offer at Q, and yeah, keep keep. Keep us posted on any suggestions you might have, um, and we'll look forward to doing the next one. Um, so I've been Avid Joe, and this is Emma. Bye! And as always, keep it cute.